back to Trennis Magnus, Jab's Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and, uh... Okay. Guys, was I out taking a leak or something when I became known as the Hot Takes guy? The reason I ask is because I've been getting... Well, first, I guess to start really more at the sort of the beginning of this. Uh, Monday of last week, there's certain news reports started making the rounds in the obvious places online. And in short order, I mean, people were all but beating down my door, wanting to know what I think of this stuff, all right? And guys, I mean, I gotta tell you, you know, apart from that Amazon Lord of the Rings TV show, I'm at a real loss to think of a time when I had to be firstest with the mostest, you know? I mean, I guess maybe there was uh, that uh, first impressions episode of Batman v Superman that I did with John M. Wilson years and years and years ago. But really, that's about it, you know? I look back on, on other things like The Force Awakens, my uh, the, uh, uh, the Force Awakens episode of uh, Trennis Magnus Jab's reality that I did. And guys, I gotta tell you, if there's one episode that I wish I could take back, it's that Force Awakens episode, but fuck it, it's out there now, so really nothing I can do. But anyway, if there's one episode I could take back, that's it. But, you know, I think my Force Awakens episode came out something like a month after after the movie itself did, or several weeks at the at the least, you know? I mean, this was not an opening day timed episode of Trinus Magnus Jab's reality that I did for The Force Awakens. Same thing with Rogue One. I mean, that really was by popular demand. A fucking shit ton of people, one in particular, but a ton of people really wanted to know where I was coming from with uh, Rogue One. So, and like I say, I mean, Tardy doesn't even begin to describe the timing of those episodes. So. You know, the fact that everyone's been so eager to, to know what I think about goings-on with uh, Joker, the critical reception that Joker has received, and some of the other reactions that the Joker has received, it's... I don't know. I, look, I mean, I guess it's nice that people want to know what I think, but it's just... It, it's a bit strange to me that... Uh, apparently, at some point, I became known as the hot takes guy because... You know, I've, I've really kind of had to collect my thoughts on a few things before I was ready to sit down and record this episode. So anyway, that's a bunch of background stuff that I doubt really anybody cares very much about. But anyway, so I guess to get down to business here, yes, this is going to be another episode about the Joker, which obviously I still haven't seen because it still hasn't come out yet. But that fact apparently is not enough to slow some of the criticism that Joker has received. Now, it hasn't been all bad, right? The, the critical response to Joker is by no means universally bad. In fact, if anything, you could say that the negative uh, views of Joker are really more the outlier. It seems that the overall consensus, at least up to this point, is that critics, at least, really enjoy the movie, right? It won, like, Venice or some fucking film festival or a couple of film festivals or something, right? And so, reviews of Joker are starting to pop up online. And guys, I don't mind telling you, I've been avoiding those things like the plague. Just because, for all the reasons I've said before, I don't really... I'm not really invested in a whole lot of comic book movies these days. 
Joker is one of the few that I am invested in, and so I, I've already gotten one sort of minor spoiler, and honestly, that's one too many for me. I, I really do want to go into this thing as fresh as I possibly can, and there are certain people out there who are not making that very easy for me. So anyway, so there's that. But overall, I got to tell you, the uh, critical response to the Joker generally has been um, has been overwhelmingly positive. I think that's that's probably an accurate way to say it. You know, overwhelmingly positive. But there, like I say, there has been a certain outlier response that. It says all the usual things, and it's originating from all the usual suspects. Just this this really woke part of Twitter. Well, actually, you know what? These days, that may be redundant to say the woke part of Twitter. I think all of Twitter is pretty much woke these days because everyone else has been banned. But another reason, by the way, that I hate Twitter. But anyway, so so there's that. You know, just this really woke uh, uh, response to this movie. Do we really need another movie about white men who go on a killing spree? You know, it's just some fucking uh, green-haired, over-40 feminist cat lady who's bitching and complaining about that. Because, honestly, I don't think it really has anything to do with the movie itself. It's that she doesn't get fucked the right way anymore and because no one wants her. And so that's really what she's whining and complaining about. So... But anyway, just that, you guys know what I'm talking about. Just that that uh, way over the top, you know, uh, lefty extremist, uh, just woke response to everything. Um, you know, <sighs> I don't want to see another movie about white men being killers. You know, just that kind of fucking stupid, it's just, it, it's idiotic. It really is. And so, anyway, so... I guess if you want to know what I think about that, I mean, obviously, I, I I have no use for those for those types of people. I should hope that goes without saying. But in a weird kind of way, guys, I do sort of regard the response, and I mean the entire response now. But I do sort of regard the entire response that Joker has received as kind of a promising sign. And the reason for that is because. Um, the, it seems like the movie takes, again, I'm basing this on, uh, teasers that we've seen and trailers that we've seen. I, I don't have, you know, like special inside information or spoiler info or anything like that. I'm just going by what, by what we see in the trailers, but it seems like, and I think even the director, Todd Phillips is perfectly happy to cop to this, but it seems like the movie takes a lot of inspiration from uh, Taxi Driver and from The King of Comedy, right? And here again, I think I think it would be accurate to, to say that Taxi Driver, and really I would say to a greater extent King of Comedy, they both had, eh, I don't want to say a chilling effect, but those... The, the reactions to those movies really did run the gamut, you know? Uh, the reactions to those films, some people instantly saw the brilliance of them, they loved them, they, they held them close to their hearts, and they've been beloved classics and favorites ever since. There's another part of the movie going public, though, that I think maybe was confused by those movies. It's like, the fuck am I supposed to do with this? It's some guy who's sitting around all day in a taxi cab, and he's driving around, and then one day he just goes 
fucking berserk and he kills a bunch of drug dealers. Like, I, I, I don't get this, you know? And then there's another part of the audience that maybe think that people are going to take some of the wrong lessons, one might say. Take some of the wrong lessons from those movies. And so my view of it is that that's not necessarily a guarantee that what you've made is art, but it is an indicator. You know, that could be a canary in the coal mine that's telling you you're onto something here. You know, the fact that certain segments or I, I, again, I, I really should say the overwhelming majority of critics seem to adore Joker while the, the sort of the, the woke Twitterati, they are a little bit more reticent about the movie. And then you've got people like me who I, I don't consider myself to be like a film buff or like a film aficionado or film school student or any of that stuff. All right. That, that I'm not that guy, but there are certain movies that I do enjoy. And obviously I do consider myself to be a comic book guy. And so what it seems Todd Phillips wants Joker to be as a film, it speaks very, as I've said before, speaks very much to where I am right now with my fandom, you know? And so there are most people, it seems, it, it seems adore this movie. I speak of the critics, obviously. Most people so far who have seen it seem to adore it. There's another segment. I don't know if they've seen it or not, but whatever, the woke crowd they seem to instantly hate this movie because of whatever wackadoo. I mean, guys, honestly, is anyone really surprised that they don't like the movie? This is the same bunch of people that politicize the goddamn weather. So what? Somehow the Joker is going to be off limits for them? I don't think so. So, you know, obviously they're not happy about it. Then you got people like me who are seriously in the fucking Joker jersey for this movie. Can't wait to see it. And... I don't know. Again, that's not that's not proof, like ipso facto, that what you've made is art, but it is a sign. It's a sign that you may be onto something here. You may be hitting upon something here that is, at the very least, important. Again, I don't want to go necessarily so far as to say this is guaranteed that what you've made is art, but guys, art... Let's face it, it can be a very polarizing thing at certain times, right? It's, it's probably the rare piece of real art that, that receives universal acclaim. I'm sure the stuff's out there, but it's the rare art piece that does that. Generally, you're going to have a wide range of reactions. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to beat this to death, but I want to be clear on what I'm saying. Real art generates a wide range of reactions. So if you create something that generates a wide range of reactions, that by itself doesn't mean that what you've made is art, but it does mean that what you've made could be art. You understand? So I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, I personally... First off, I just I, I like pissing those uh, uh, woke Twitterati people off. Anything that upsets them, anything that pisses in their cornflakes is just fine with me. So there's that. You know, I don't really respect film criticism 
like as a form all that much because I don't think there's anybody out there whose childhood dream was to grow up to become uh, a, uh, a, a film reviewer. You know, I don't think that's anybody's lifelong ambition. I think that's one of those things that you don't really have the talent to do too much of anything else, but you're not really worth firing, and so whatever. They'll just let you review movies, you know, at the New York Times or whatever. You know, that really is to me where a lot of film critics are coming from, right? They're, they're not really smart enough to be real journalists, but they're not really dumb enough to justify firing them for incompetence. So we'll just let them talk about movies and then we'll pay them like 50k a year. I, I guess you could say that they have a job if, uh, whatever, it's fucked up. So anyway, so there's that. I guess, so again, what I'm trying to say is none of this, in fact, if anything, the reaction to Joker so far has only increased my my fascination with this movie. It's it's made me want to see the film even more. And unfortunately for me, I don't think I'm going to be able to see Joker on opening weekend or even on the second weekend. You know, just all these weird fucked up things that are going on. It could be quite a while before I have a chance to see Joker. So, I, I you know, this is a priority. It is something that I want to do. But I'm really not sure when I'm going to have a chance to do it. Um, my wife and I, we're going to be going on our honeymoon and, you know, right around the time the Joker comes out. And so this is the hand that we've been dealt, you know. So uh, I will see the movie and I will, I will, pro I'm not going to promise, but I will say that I will probably release some kind of an episode whether it's Trennis Magnus Puncher's reality or Trennis Magnus Jab's reality, whatever it's going to be, I will release some type of episode about it, some kind of a reaction, just because it seems to me a little bit uh, dishonest, or maybe it's... I don't know, it, it just... It, it would seem weird for me to talk this much about a movie and get this ginned up about it and then not pay everything off with some kind of a first impressions episode so i don't know uh, that like i say it is a priority that is something i want to do i'm not making any promises but it you know considering how things have gone so far it would be a little bit weird for me to not do it so that's that's how it's going to be so anyway and honestly that's really about as much as i had to say for it but uh if you guys have you know some type of perspective on this that you want to throw my way tell you what if I decide to do a Joker first impressions episode, I'll read your feedback in it. So go ahead and send me your feedback. You can direct it to trennismagnus at gmail.com, T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S at gmail.com. Go ahead and send that to me, you know, what you think of the Joker after you've seen it. All right? I don't want to get any anticipation or anything like that. I want your feedback to me to be your reaction to the movie finally having seen it. And I'll try to include that in my uh, Joker first impressions episode if I decide to do one. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think that would actually be kind of cool, you know, kind of get some dialogue going here. That might be, uh, I don't know, that might be kind of interesting. But anyway, so I think that's pretty much it for me for right now. So bye, everybody. I will see you next time.
Okay, so I think that's just about the end of that. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality is a proud member of the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. You can find the home for Trennis Magnus Punches Reality at twotruefreaks.com. You can also find this show on Facebook just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. There you can interact with your fellow listeners and also see notifications of new episodes when I put them up. My Facebook group is the only official place where you can find everything that has anything to do with this show. The reason for that is because I despise Twitter. Pretty much everything about Twitter sucks. So join the Facebook group today. Speaking of Facebook, you can friend me just by searching for Trentus Magnus, which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. You can email me and my parole officer at trentusmagnus at gmail.com. But remember, all feedback and correspondence emailed to me will be read on mic unless you request otherwise. So, if your email isn't intended for public consumption, don't forget to say so. Otherwise, I'll assume that you want your correspondence to be heard by my dozens and dozens of fans across the world. Do you have a suggestion for a topic? Feel free to email me, and I might consider thinking about the possibility of potentially discussing whatever you have in mind someday. And that's a promise. Since we're on the subject of feedback, Trentus Magnus Punches Reality can be found on iTunes just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. Won't you take a moment to rate my show on iTunes? That helps new listeners find the show. And just in case you don't think that I've given you enough shit to click on just yet, you can sponsor my show simply by going to twotruefreaks.com. There you can find the PayPal button, donate any amount at all, specify that you're sending Magnus some monetary love, and you will be an official sponsor of my show's very next episode, with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there's no minimum donation. Be a Trennis Magnus show sponsor today. I don't have a Patreon, because if you think that I hate Twitter, boy, just wait till you hear what I think of Patreon. So, if you want to throw some bucks my way, the Two True Freaks PayPal link is the way to do it. The contents of this podcast are fictitious, hypothetical, and probably completely unnecessary. Any similarity to living persons or real-life events is purely coincidental and void where prohibited by law. Some assembly required. Batteries not included. Many will enter. Few will win. The white zone is for passenger loading and unloading only. All models are over the age of 18. Trinus Magnus Punches Reality is a Magnus Media Enterprises Limited production in association with Demonsacor of Milan, Italy.
everybody, Magnus here. The hiatus is over and Trinus Magnus Punches Reality is back. And you know what else is back? Magnus talks about Smallville. My podcast, usual discussion about comics, movies, and TV shows, periodically gets put on hold so that I can go full fanboy on Smallville. Smallville is the most underrated live-action adaptation of Superman in all of history, and personally, it's my favorite live-action incarnation of Superman. And I'm not alone either, because listeners all around the world have been shocked to discover just how awesome Smallville is, and just how well it holds up to critical scrutiny. Now that the hiatus is over, I'm planning to continue my reappraisal of Smallville Phase 2 by taking a deep dive into the Sainted Season 7. Through the course of my discussion, I'll reveal why the Sainted Season 7 is my favorite season of Smallville's entire run, and I want you along for the ride. Check out Magnus Talks About Smallville, returning to Trinus Magnus Punches Reality in the summer of 2019. And listen for yourself about why Smallville in general and the Sainted Season 7 in particular are both awesome. Magnus talks about Smallville. Coming back soon to 2TrueFreaks.com.